You're listening to the People We Follow podcast, a podcast dedicated to starting important conversations and a platform to spotlight influencers, creatives, and other inspirational personalities. I'm your host, Bria Jones. Enjoy the show. Well, top of the morning to you. How's it hanging? I hope everything's going well for you. And I hope that you got your coffee or your latte this morning. I hope you have pumpkin spice candles around your house. I hope you had a morning poop today. And if you didn't have any of those things, I hope this podcast is a little ray of light for you today because you know that's how we do. It's like, I got you. All right, all right, enough of that. Today, like I said, we are going to talk about comparison and how normal it actually is. So I'm going to be reading some responses I got from you guys on Instagram. Like I said, while comparison is very normal, if you don't learn how to reroute that shit, and those thought patterns, it can be very toxic to you. So like always, we're gonna do a little self-reflection and chat about that. And I'm gonna drop some nuggets for you towards the end of the show on some things that you can do to get out of that comparison black hole because once you get into it, as I'm sure many of you have experienced yourself, it will suck your soul out. We don't want that, we're better than that. And it is human nature to compare yourself to other people. I'm sure if we ask the scientists, comparison really helped us evolve and become a little bit better. But you know what? Nowadays, it can get out of hand. So let's be honest about it and let's do better. So let's start with this. The first question I asked you guys on Instagram was, you know, when was the last time you compared yourself to someone else? So... I'm just going to read off like the first 10 and, you know, you can tell me what you think. Literally every day, this morning, yesterday, last week, 30 seconds ago, today, about three seconds ago, maybe last week, today, I'm sure, two seconds ago, today, last week, today, right now, today, my birthday, yesterday, today. A second ago, today, today, you guys, I have literally hundreds of comments. And I think the longest one I said was last week. That's crazy if it was last week. But you guys like we all do it every single day. And really, the reason I wanted to ask that question was to first validate that it was as normal as I thought it was. Obviously, that was my first time asking a lot of people that question. So, you know, I do feel like it's normal. It's it's hard not to, especially growing up in the era of social media and technology. So I figured that was kind of the answer that I was going to get. So knowing that, I also asked you guys, when you compare yourself to other people, what are you actually comparing? You know, where where is this rooted in? I think I could narrow it down to four. It was money, relationships, body image, and job and career. Sounds about right. I wanted to actually debunk all four of those categories to realistically give you some insight on why you should never be comparing yourself to people in those areas of your life. Logically, I think we can all agree we know comparison does nothing good for us, but I think a part of getting over it is actually breaking it down. And this might be the psychologist in me, which by the way, I never went to master school, but I took enough courses to graduate okay. So what I did learn is that a lot of the times we have to break down these insecurities and issues that are going on and realistically think about them 
to see how irrational we're being about these things. In the moment though, when you're scrolling on Instagram, you're not gonna debunk these things and think about what pyramid your therapist gave you. You know, you're going to, like most humans, just sit there and wallow in it and create a very toxic mental pattern. And it happens so quickly that it can be hard to stop yourself. So anyways, let's debunk these four real quick. Starting with money, I, I think this one is really common for people. The first thing I thought of with money, man, is like, it, unless you can like get into somebody's bank account, you should never assume you know everything about someone's finances. You have no idea how much they work, how hard they work. I mean, you have no idea how much help they're getting. Maybe they're getting help from their parents. They could have a sugar daddy. Oh, I have stories, hunty, people you would never guess are being being fully hashtag sponsored, but we don't want to talk about that on this episode. You should also take into account a lot of people could be putting themselves in heaps of debt, okay? So my bottom line with money is that you just don't know people's circumstances. And with the capabilities we have on social media today, it is super easy to project a lifestyle that is not realistic at all to what you're actually living. Even if I had a rich friend, and I take a bunch of pictures in their fancy ass car or whatever. You just don't know what people are actually dealing with and going through. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, when you see someone that has a lot of money and it makes you feel poor, that's the issue that needs to be worked on. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> what matters is that seeing someone with money makes you feel poor. That's the issue that you have to work on. Seeing someone's success should not make you feel less than. And we're gonna talk more about this when I go into the action items we can take to get out of the comparison hole. But what we can understand from this desire to want more money from seeing other people's money, but what we have to understand is that we gotta get over that insecurity of our own finances first and work through that. The next one that, I think this one might be the most, no, maybe not. I feel like I saw this one maybe the most, but I'm not sure, I didn't count it, relationships. People are often comparing their relationships to other people, and I just find that so interesting. I, I would say this is the one perspective I have where I'm very grateful that I don't. And me saying, like, I don't compare my relationship to other people doesn't mean that AJ and I don't have our own issues. We absolutely have issues. We absolutely are not perfect, but never in my life what I think that comparing our situation to someone else's is going to make our situation better. So we're going to talk about that too. And I think the issue with relationships, <laughs> I don't know where you guys are seeing it. If it's in real life that you're looking at people's relationships online, maybe both. But one thing I can tell you is it's all smoke and mirrors. Again, you don't know what's going down in the bedroom. Okay, well, I didn't mean it like that. Like, who cares what they do? Whatever kinks you have, that's on you. But what I'm saying is you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. There could be some very toxic behavior. And I promise you, I can say this with 1000% confidence. I will literally bet my left kidney that there is no couple on this planet that is perfect. And 
If you can find it and tell me that there is a perfect couple that never argues, that's great. I literally don't want it because that's just interesting to me that like people don't have differences in opinions or points in their relationships that you know make them want to evolve. I feel like through every argument AJ and I have, it pushes us to a better place. It makes us better. And for that, I'm always thankful for those quote unquote arguments. I don't think we need to call them arguments all the time. Sometimes it's just disagreements. Sometimes it's arguments. But whatever you want to call it, that is what makes us grow. And that's what makes us better. I'm always thankful that we're not a perfect couple. So another thing with relationships online and comparing yourself is that like, so if you're looking on social media, you guys, like you already know social media is a hoax. It is not real okay like i said if you get a good photographer good lighting you can make anything look peachy i've literally been on trips with other influencer couples where like the guys were like oh my god can we stop taking pictures but in the pictures you look at them when they come out they're perfect the couple looks madly in love but what you didn't know is that behind the scenes they're pissed because they're over all the social media don't make assumptions You don't know what problems people are going through. It's not your business and you should never compare yourself to something that you don't know the whole story about. The next one was body image. So this one is a little ironic for me to be giving any advice on and I'm not going to be giving you like advice on this by any means. I'm just going to tell you what's helped me because of the topics, this is the one that I most resonate with. And I talk about this on another podcast episode, episode four which is about the social dilemma and social media behaviors. Um, I've talked about before how I do feel like I'm growing in, I, I was, I'm not gonna like say I still am because I'm definitely working hard on this, but I felt like I was growing into this negative pattern of how I perceived myself physically. And a lot of it I think has to do with just like my community growing and like, you know, I've never had viral videos before. Like I've never had this kind of attention on me. And with that has obviously come some side effects that you can't really prepare yourself for. You know, a lot of people have given me their opinions on how I look and what I could change when I never asked. I never fucking asked. So let that be known. I don't care what you think or anyone else, but like anyone, I'm human. And so getting an overload of people's opinions has somewhat messed with my mind a bit and it's just something for me to work on. Part of the issue for me is that on social media we're obviously exposed to so much of people who just aren't real anymore. Literally, I do not follow many influencers or celebrities that are heavily injected and I know like bought their butts. Like, I don't follow those people because I'm subconsciously normalizing their bodies. I like to put people in front of me who look like me, have my body type, or just like variations of real bodies. I don't want to be desensitized to what's real. What I had to do was really filter out a lot of the people that I was exposing myself to and it made a dramatic difference. I stopped following girls who had insane injections and had literally changed their face to where they're not even recognizable anymore. I mean, and it doesn't mean that these girls aren't beautiful either way. And that is a personal decision I don't care what you do with your body. What I care about is how viewing all of this 
eventually adds up to something for me and eventually has an effect on how I perceive myself. Representation is important and I've talked about this before in terms of like diversifying your feed and showing more people of color and making sure you're following all kinds of people but that also means making sure you're following realistic people. It's fine if you want to follow the Kardashians but also maybe balance that out with people who are real, you know, and haven't had a ton of work done and are being honest about the work they're getting done. You know, it's just, you got to have that variation. Another part of this whole body image journey, I think has been connected to self-love. What I've learned and what I've known for a long time is just that if you're going to be seeking validation from other people, especially strangers that you don't know, you will never be happy because there's just no way on earth that you could ever possibly be accepted or loved by every person on earth. We all have different preferences, different tastes. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. What does that mean? That means beauty is different to everybody. When you decide that you like yourself enough and that you're gonna put how you feel first, I think that inner love and that ability to change your perception on what you think about yourself and come from love, it just does so much for you. And it doesn't have to be like all about appearance. Like me just being thankful that I woke up this morning and that my body can move and that I can do X, Y, and Z and that my back doesn't hurt today as I sit like a gargoyle. Just all these different things that you could be thankful for with your body that will help you appreciate it more. And through that appreciation, it's kind of this domino effect. Once you appreciate yourself, you can love yourself more. And once you love yourself more, I think you start to see yourself as beautiful. And I think the most beautiful feature anybody can have is confidence. And where does confidence come from? It comes from self-love. So when you are confident of who you are and what you have, that self-love is there and it shows in your appearance, in your presence. It just radiates like a light. And, you know, I always think about those people where it's like they're naturally just so stunning and it's like they're not really trying. They're not, it's not like they put on a ton of makeup or anything, but there's just something about them where you're like, man, they are so beautiful. Like no makeup on, wearing grungy oversized clothes like what is it and i i truly believe it comes down to just liking yourself and it shows so for anybody who might be dealing with you know body image issues and comparing yourself to other people just to recap like you know remember what's real first of all and remember that your body is so real and so normal and so perfect and so beautiful. When you can start to accept that you are perfectly imperfect, that is when real self-love develops. So I'm working on that every day, you guys. Um, you know, I will still share tidbits here on my journey, but thus far, you know, that's what I've learned myself. And I hope that it can help someone else to focus on what you know your body is doing for you and appreciate it. And the last thing that we heard from you guys was a lot of you comparing about your career and your jobs. It, you know, it's really easy to hype up your job. Everyone there, I, I promise you, you guys, every job feels like a job at some point on some day. No one wakes up every day shitting rainbows over the job they have unless they take Adderall every day. I promise you that's just not possible for you to like wake up screaming from the rooftops about your job. <laughs> um, 
everyone's job is a job. Obviously, they're going to focus on the highlights. They're going to focus on, oh, I got that promotion. Oh, I got, I got shouted out by these clients. Oh, yeah, I just landed this big client deal whatever. People love to focus on the good. You should. You should focus on the good. But when you're comparing yourself to other people, you got to remember that. You got to remember it. People are not out here posting about how their manager gave them a warning that the next time they have to have a one-on-one, they're getting fired. Y'all, last... Okay, I think I have a good example personally because last year when I first became self-employed, I really had some major ups and downs. Like last year was rough for your girl. You know, I hardly verbalized anything to anyone about that. Not even really AJ because I just, I didn't have another entrepreneur in my life to talk to at the time. That was my age and that might understand what was going on. And it's crazy to me because now there are so many people who were constantly messaging me like, oh my God, how did you quit your job? What did you do to get here? I want to know everything, which is why I've made those episodes. I think episode two, Aspect Sis, is like a lot of career questions because it is like the number one thing I get asked now is about my job and how I got here. When a year ago, I was crying every single day. I I was like, please, I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to go back to work. I'll do anything, literally anything. You know, that's not something I was going to like share and post about. I had days where I definitely hinted at it, but nobody cared. That's the other thing too. You can post your sob story, but no one cares. And I mean that in a very loving way. I had to teach myself that no one cares about me being sad and crying and having a bad day. Like I have to be the one to pick myself up. You know, a lot of people just don't realize when they're asking me that, that I didn't just fall out of the sky and like have the followers and the community that I have right now. And, you know, the partnerships that you see, like I've done the shittiest campaigns, but like I had to start somewhere. And now I feel like the campaigns you're seeing now that are like amazing, high quality, like it took work. So You have to remember that everyone's path and experience in their career, you won't know the full story. You won't know their lowest of lows unless maybe you ask them and even then they might not tell you. We all have to go through something to get to where we are now. Nobody is handed anything on a silver platter, but just know you got to focus on what you're doing. Stop worrying about other people. So we're going to get more into those action items, of course. So my next question for you guys was, why do you think we compare ourselves? And a lot of you, basically what I could gather is that it comes down to your insecurities and it comes down to not having that self-love and doing the inner work. Oh my gosh, I was so glad you guys said inner work, okay? If you don't take anything away from this episode, it's this word or these two words, inner work. You looking at someone's body and not being happy with yours, that's something you have to work on, okay? That's something I am working on. You looking at other people's financial status and reflecting that onto you in some negative way, that is something you have to work on. Same with job, same with relationships. That is a you problem. That is just the reality of the situation. Nobody is making you feel that way but yourself, okay? And you have to rewire your thoughts in a way that doesn't bring you down when you look at other people. And you can do that. It's going to take work. It's going to take, say it with me, 
inner work. Yes, yes, class. Snaps for you. Can you hear my snaps? Okay, that was a really shitty snap. I wanted to personally share some times I've compared myself probably like the lowest of lows, okay? The lowest low I've ever had in terms of comparing myself to other people was when I was um, younger after a breakup. This was like college. After a very toxic breakup that involved cheating, uh, cheating with another person that I knew. And that person was very pretty, very attractive and smart, all the things. And because of that situation, um, you know, after everything happened, I was at the time dating someone who was incredibly immature and someone who wasn't willing to be accountable for hurting someone else. And instead of, you know, when I found out about the cheating, instead of saying, wow, man, I messed up. I'm sorry. He said, if you had been a better girlfriend, maybe I wouldn't have cheated. For me, that really cut me deep. Is when you're invested in someone, you kind of get a little removed from reality, especially when you're like head over heels for somebody. Their, their words cut really deep when you have put them on this pedestal. So after that, it was pretty bad, you know, recovery period for me. And that was really, I had always been a very confident person. And that was the first time that I just really wasn't confident in myself and did not like myself. I really thought hard and long about what it is I could do to change myself and be prettier, maybe be smarter, all the things. And I would obsess over this other girl and wondering what it was that she had that I didn't have. First of all, it, those words were never true. I, when you do something wrong to someone, and when your first reaction is to blame them for something fully wrong that you did, that is toxic, that is gaslighting, that is, I mean, if you want to get specific and you keep that shit going, you're mentally abusing them, especially when you know that they're taking to heart every word you say, and I hope you don't make anyone feel like that. For a while, I battled. I mean, it felt like I was never going to get over this breakup. And one day, I just decided that, and I don't know where I got the idea. I feel like it was just a very intuitive idea that I had to start looking at myself in the mirror and saying affirmations to myself. Literally, I just started looking at myself in the mirror. I could, I would be like bawling hysterically. And I'd be like, I love myself. <laughs> I'm pretty. I didn't believe it for one second, but I sat there and I forced myself to say those things. And over time, I was able to say those things with more confidence and get back to who I was. And remember, I, I am that bitch. <laughs> like literally put that as your affirmation. I am that bitch because I am. And there isn't anybody, there's no other girl that can take that away from me. There is no guy on the planet who can tell me otherwise. And now it's true because I know it's true. I wish I could have gone back to my younger self and maybe backhanded her because, oh my God, oh, the time we wasted. But a journey is a journey. And that was a big journey to self-love for me. And that was just one of many chapters of self-love that I had to learn. And I think the biggest lesson I got out of that was I cannot put a guy's perspective above minds. I can never ever be so dependent on someone else that I forget who I am. I can never get there again and I never will. The thing about 
my relationship with AJ is that I love him to death, but I don't need AJ to survive. I want AJ. A relationship is not there to quote unquote complete you. I hate that when people say you complete me. No, I complete me. You don't complete me. You will never complete me. And that's not being standoffish or cold or anything. But the thing is, I have to stand on my own two feet so that I can stand on my feet for this relationship. And that's just what a healthy relationship looks like to me. So anyways, that is my breakup testimony that, you know, I went through that comparison loop of literally going to that girl's page and looking at what she was up to, seeing her pose with my ex and being devastated that I was just never going to get through that. Um, And that was such an unhealthy thing to do, by the way, like, please don't do that. (laughs) But it doesn't do anything for you. Instead of continuing to go back to someone else's pages and, and look at what they're doing, sit there and focus on you and look yourself and literally look yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that you're a bad bitch. And there are 7 billion people in the world. Is it 7 billion? Whatever. It's a lot, okay? And one thing I have to say, because I got a lot of messages about girls dealing with guys who did the same thing. And it broke my heart when I read this. It really did, because I understand what that feels like. But just remember this next time someone tries to tell you that. And this is coming from Big Sister, okay? I want you to stop letting these big head boys with dirty ass fingernails and skid marks tell you anything about changing yourself. If they're not changing their underwear, they can't tell you anything about changing who you are, period. That says a lot about them if they're focused on changing you. Last year, I told you it was a rough year. I really got stuck in the job career loop last year. There's not a way to learn how to be an influencer. Like, you know, I've explained that in episode two, how like there's no textbook for this. You just kind of have to jump into it and trial and error until you figure out what works for you. I was so caught up on looking at everyone else and how they were being successful and what they were doing that I was not watering my own grass, as you might call it. I was looking at everyone else's garden and I'm looking at girls who have 100,000 followers and here I am with like, a fraction of that and I'm like I'll never get here you know saying these horrible things to myself when I should have just been watering my own garden you can't be looking over at the neighbors all the time I, you're, you're wasting time by doing that I was really comparing myself to people who had been in the game for two or f- three years plus and I it was like I wasn't even six months in but I'm I'm very results driven and with something like this you have to be patient like this kind of job that I have you have to be willing to sit there and I feel like a lot of jobs are the same way you have to be willing to sit there and wait for your work to pay off nothing great is built overnight and if it happens quickly it's gonna fall just as quickly you need to be willing to build a solid foundation for yourself And, you know, it's something I've learned and I had to go through for that first year in stop trying to cut corners, stop rushing, pace yourself, and instead focus on the end goal. Listen to episode two if you are struggling with career and job stuff. I give a lot of advice around that. Yeah, that was another area of my life I had to get over. And I think what helped me get over that was, first of all, unfollowing people who made me feel icky about myself. And I instead started to follow people that inspired me and motivated me. The line between comparison and inspiration is very, very thin. If you're looking at someone and you're like, man, this is awesome. I want to do that. Okay, you're inspired. Great. You're motivated. We love it. But then the second you turn that 
against yourself and you say, well, I'm not this or I'm not that or I, I don't have that many followers or I'm not that skinny or I'm not that curvy. You know, the second you add the degrading yourself in the equation is when you fall down that comparison trap. Stop yourself. Stop yourself, sister. Speaking of stopping ourselves, great segue. Let's loop in to some action items that can actually help us get out of the comparison loop. The fact of the matter is we're not striving for perfection here. We're striving for improvement. But I think if you can be aware of when you're going down the wrong way and flip that script, I think that's a beautiful beautiful ability to have. How can we stop ourselves from comparing ourselves to other people? Number one, I want you to stop yourself when you feel yourself about to compare yourself and instead look at that other person or whatever and in your head just say, I'm happy for them. I'm sure they worked really hard and they absolutely deserve good things. Even if you don't feel that way, it's really important for you to start saying that in your head. You will eventually start to believe it and you will eventually start to be happy for other people when you realize their success is not stopping yours. I'm gonna say that again. Their success is not stopping yours. Your success is entirely up to you. So try to just sit there and say it with a smile on your face, emit that good energy. I'm all about law of attraction and putting out good energy to get it back to you. And if you want more on that, head to my YouTube channel because if you're looking at someone and thinking about all the things you are not, you are sending out that bad vibration. But if you flip that and you change that to they deserve this, good for them, you are just going to attract all that good right back to you. My second tip is allow yourself to be inspired by them. And this is what I just talked about in terms of saying the line is very fine with going from inspiration to comparison. Be inspired by them and look at what you love about their work or, you know, if they have a lot of money, be inspired by that and say, I'm going to do that for myself. That's not an opportunity for you to say, I don't know, this person doesn't deserve that. They're a bad person. You don't know them. Who cares? Who cares? Work on yourself. Work on your bank. Work on your bag, sis. Like, stop worrying about other people and what they are doing. Just do you and be inspired. My next tip is to get off social media. Man, this really helped me that first year when I was going through the comparison loop with just feeling like I wasn't going to grow, I wasn't doing a good job on social media. When I kind of got off of social media for a bit, and like I said, I unfollowed a lot of people who just were not the vibe that I, I needed in my life. When I did those things, it really cleared up my mind. It really did. So as hard as it might be for some of you to unfollow people who aren't contributing to your life in a great way, and when you look at their pictures, they don't make you feel good about yourself, you might need to unfollow them. I've literally unfollowed people and refollowed them after I felt better about myself because it was a me problem. It was never a them problem, but sometimes I needed it to be out of sight, out of mind in order for me to move forward. Number four say affirmations out loud. Yes, this is like my favorite secret hack. If I'm ever, 
you know, looking at someone that has a lot of money and I'm starting to feel bad about my money situation, I will sit there and say money affirmations to myself. I'll say, I'm abundant. I am financially free. Like you can call me corny all you want, but I'm speaking it into existence at the same time. It's a coping mechanism for me. It really helps me to get through those emotions and it automatically lifts my spirits because I'm sitting there speaking what I want into existence and picturing it for myself. Say those affirmations. If it's body image for you, you can literally Google body positive affirmations. You can Google money affirmations. You can Google career, anything. Literally Google what you want in a relationship and speak that into your life. Say it out loud. Like it's, it feels goofy, but get over it. Like it's good for you and it is powerful. Next, I would say, and this is probably one of the biggest ones, if you don't do anything, do this one. Practice gratitude. Looking at other people's situation and not being happy with yours goes back to gratitude. It goes back to looking at what you have and being thankful for everything you have. We can sit there and shit on our bodies and how they don't look right, but I guarantee you if you were to get into a bad car accident and couldn't use your legs or something traumatic happened to you, none of that would ever matter to you again. You would probably be so thankful to be alive. Don't take the small things for granted. And I'm not trying to like use a crazy example like that to scare you or anything, but it shouldn't take a traumatizing experience for you to be thankful for what you have. Everything has beauty in it. The small things in your life, you don't realize if you didn't have them, how you would miss them. The money that you have right now, um, it's it's providing a phone for you. I know you have a phone or something or a computer because you're listening to my podcast. So like, be thankful for the money you have. Be thankful for the food you have. Take a moment to write out every little thing around you. And if you ever feel like you don't have enough, reflect on that. You have more than enough and you don't need to be tricked into thinking otherwise just because some girl on Instagram is flexing with her G-Wagon. G-Wagons are cool and if you want one, great, but don't sit there and act like your life isn't good where it is right now too. You both have great lives and you can put that on your vision board, but don't be ungrateful for what you do have now. Cause that's what I do, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna get my G-Wagon, but listen here, I be loving my Toyota Corolla. I love her so much. And if I'm ever in a headspace of like, man, I wish I had that G-Wagon right now. I will sit there and think about how lucky I am and not have to walk everywhere. Honey, be thankful. And last, I wanna leave you with this quote that one of my friends sent in. She said, the race is long, but in the end, it's only with yourself. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. Tattoo it on your forehead. Put it on a coffee mug. I don't know what you need to do to remember that statement, but that is everything, you guys. <laughs> you are only against yourself. There is no such thing as a comparison because nobody is exactly a carbon copy of you. You are the only version of you and that's why you win. Nobody's ever gonna be able to replicate you down to your exact features, down to your exact personality and your charm and your kindness and your heart. All of that makes you a fucking unicorn. Do you understand? You're a fucking unicorn, babe. So I never want you to think you need to be somebody else. You don't. At the end of the day, you were only racing against you. And that day when you were sitting there and maybe you're kind of like on your deathbed, which is kind of dark, but stick with me. <laughs> 
none of this stuff is gonna matter, you guys. <laughs> I didn't mean to like jump to our deathbeds. <laughs> but seriously, like when you are sitting there with yourself in that last final hour do you think you're gonna care about someone's instagram feed someone's financial status no what's gonna matter is were you a good person are you happy with your life did you live it for yourself or were you constantly seeking validation from other people i don't want you to have to think about it then because that's a little too late babe so think about it now flip the script if you haven't stop comparing yourself you're perfect the way you are. So I'll leave you with this, you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also use the link in the show notes, the listener love, if you would like to financially donate to the show and help us keep things going and keep things moving. We appreciate every single penny. Also, you can support us by leaving a review, sharing the podcast on Instagram, and of course, following us on social media at the people we follow. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this brought you some love and light. We'll chat soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to come follow me on all social media platforms at the username Jones, and check back here once a week as I put out new episodes. Keep being a light in this world and we'll chat soon.